Easter Sunday on the 24th of April 2011, Aaron Kennedy explores the theme of the resurrection for Christians living in the 21st century. This morning is for Christians a great time of celebration and joy. That much should be obvious from what we've seen so far. It's one of the central elements, one of the central stories of the church's life, which if forgotten would certainly spell the end of its existence. But it isn't very easy to talk about or for many to believe in the resurrection. Just death generally means death in our world, and our rational brains tend to get in the way, not to mention 2,000 years of history and interpretation. Even if you do acknowledge it as an historical fact, you may be wondering this morning what difference it actually makes to your life. And for committed Christians, the shock and surprise and elation we wish we could feel often seems a distant (laughs) reality. If only we had the opportunity of the disciples to see Jesus alive in person, perhaps faith would come easier. I have a few reflections on this. Firstly, I don't think we should feel guilty when we struggle to believe in the actual bodily resurrection of Christ. This isn't to say it's not of pivotal importance for faith. It is. But we need to remember that Jesus was very patient with the disciples. He appeared many times to them, and he even let Thomas touch his wounds. So he's sympathetic to us this morning. He knew it would be hard to believe in such an incredible thing. He wasn't unforgiving or harsh with their struggles. So be comforted if you're in that position this morning. But regardless of how we feel about the notion that someone can, having died, be raised to life again, we are in fact this morning sitting here, on Sunday the 24th of April, April 2011, a very real embodiment of the reality of Jesus' resurrection. We are a community of remembrance. We tell stories week in, week out, year in, year out, and we carry that original story and the real memories of the first people to have their worlds turned upside down by this most unpredictable of occurrences. The memories and the experiences, for example, of Mary Magdalene, who was the first to see him by the empty tomb, the memories and the experience of Peter, who having disowned Jesus, was restored and forgiven over breakfast. The memories and the experiences of Thomas, whose skepticism was utterly banished as he touched the nail wounds in Jesus' hands. These people, fragile, messed up, fearful, skeptical people just like us, they had their lives turned around, their minds opened up wide, and their hearts set on fire by the experience of seeing the risen Jesus. Their lives would never be the same again. And the reality is, their memories live on in us this morning. We are an extension of that same original community, transformed by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Another reason resurrection is perhaps hard to get is because we're often tempted to skip through Friday and Saturday straight to Sunday. If we allow this to happen, we actually forego the possibility of ever really arriving on this glorious, happy Sunday morning. The relevance of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection is not only 
in being able to believe it happened at some point in bygone years, but in seeing it as a pattern to follow, a reality to experience, and a story to pass on. As you sit listening to me now, you may find yourself in one of a few different places on this journey of faith. You may be on the way of the cross, so to speak, journeying perhaps with your own Good Friday. Take heart, Jesus walked this road before you and is your role model. And Sunday is coming. And there are those around you who can testify to that. Or you may be in the midst of your own Holy Saturday, a dark night in which the numbness of a life lost is all that you can feel. No, there's no shortcut to Sunday morning. But as the prophet Hosea says, his appearance is as sure as the sunrise. Look around you to see Christ's resurrection life in the sheer fact of our existence and presence here this morning. And take comfort. Or you may be experiencing your own Easter Sunday morning, a period or a moment when truth settles deeply within you, when peace is profound, and when your joy is true and bubbles up uncontrollably from deep within. Your joy is our joy. We rejoice with you. Alternatively, you may not be on this way of the cross yet, perhaps faltering at the thought of taking up a really rough and heavy-looking cross in your own life. That's okay. Don't feel guilty. I just ask you to reflect on the deep sympathy and generosity Jesus showed Thomas. Reflect on the mind-bending, world-upending meeting Mary had with Jesus before the empty tomb. And take heart from the fact of the presence of this community of resurrection in which you sit this morning. So through the faith that lives on in us here today, wherever we are in this journey, however fragile and flickering our faith may feel, we are a very real proof of Jesus' actual physical resurrection from the dead. Because Jesus has risen, the world church exists and we worship here today. Because Jesus' risen life is real, there is a community of people who are being transformed by this reality to testify to that this morning. Christ is alive and well this morning, resurrected in a glorious new life, present to us now as the sustaining author and creator of the universe. Just look around you at his body, of which the moot community, however imperfect and small, is a very real and living part, an actual embodiment of the reality of God's death-defeating life made plain for all to see and take joy and comfort for the journey. Amen. The risen Christ came and stood among his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Then were they glad when they saw the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. The peace of the risen Christ be always with you. And also with you. Alleluia. To share with one another the peace.
listening to the Moot Community Podcast. If you'd like more information on who we are and what we do, please visit www.moot.uk.net. <laughs>